I'm so sad. What are you sad about? That I don't know where my Red Bull is going to come from from now on. Well, you said they were based in Norway. Why don't you just pop on over there? I think it's Sweden. Oh, I don't know. Okay, Google. Where is Red Bull based? Austria. Fuchsia Lamb C. There's a company. The, the company is 51% controlled by Udvia, the Udvia family, who, for technical reasons, owns a trademark in Europe and the United States. So Udvidia? Y O O V I D H Y A. Udvidia. 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 Yeah. Yeah. There's another Y at the end. Towards the end, yeah. Oh. Second to the end. All right, call him. Oh. Hey. Udvidia. Yes, hello. Patrick Udvidia. Yes, hello. This is Udvidia. Please. Please, sir. I need Red Bull. I need good Red Bull. Thank you. Please. I love very much. Let's <laughs> just start crying. Cry, <laughs> cries in Austrian. German. Please. <laughs> they speak German. <laughs> what is the other language they speak? German. I think it's predominantly German. I think they speak Swiss, too. Is Swiss different than German? Yes. Is it? No. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of a mixture of, like, German and French. 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 Which is kind of like Luxembourg. It's kind of mix everything together. Luxembourgish. Mm-hmm. Are we recording? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. They also speak Croatian, Hungarian, Slovenian, and Turkish. So basically, they're just like, oh, we, mostly German. we speak all the languages around us. Yes. Because <laughs> we have our own. Thanks. I'm just going to borrow your language. Crodian. 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 Hungarian. No. Sorry. Um, what was I going to say? You're going to talk about Welcome to Our Podcast, my podcast? Welcome to my podcast! It's mine. Oh, it's yours now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm all right. Tell me oh. more about my podcast. Um, well, it's called the R Spoopy the Podcast. Um, the R oh, Spoopy sorry. the R Podcast. Yeah. Um, my friend Marissa likes to listen to our podcast. She goes wherever I go, so she's listened to L Tags whenever I've been on it. Uh, she made that joke, so I can't steal that. Um because I was like, I asked her. I just like the wind. Yeah, basically. It goes wherever Chris goes. I just get blown by the wind. Wait. You're not that skinny. Wait. There's another a joke. man with the last name? Wind? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> there's another joke and there's somewhere. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Got me calling Katya. Wait. Wait. You called me? Did I call you? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, what was I saying about her? She goes wherever the wind goes. Oh, yeah. So she was mentioning something at work that she was like, oh, yeah. Um, her coworker was talking about, like, she listened to a whole bunch of, like, really scary, like, murder podcasts and stuff like that. Uh, she's like, I listen to this funny horror podcast. She said, I only listen to one podcast, and it's our spooky podcast. And her coworker goes, I listen to that one, too. And I was like, what? Oh, that's crazy. It made me question if she actually was talking about our podcast. But do you remember that I'll time that it. I went to the gas station? Yes, that's the exact <laughs> the thought that I had. Like, I love your podcast. <laughs> that oh, was... No, I love our spoopy podcast. I was like, I'm the host. <laughs> that was the exact thought that I had because I was like, wait, <laughs> Spencer already had someone lie to him. So <laughs> maybe this is the same situation. Is there another podcast that has a similar name to ours? I don't think so. I don't think so either. <laughs> mm is there someone else out there that is funnier than our ours? spooky podcast <laughs> and everyone's just confused by that it's two women i get it yeah yeah well kind of sure <laughs> man should it's, we raise our voices should we talk up here now we already do no no <laughs> um one of the first times i did drag someone told me that i had a really good drag voice and i was like what does that mean <laughs> this this is my normal speaking voice. <laughs> well, that's, I was like, does it mean that I like have that like a uh, almost like raspy like it's? It means you're a fairy. It can be a man voice, but like at the same time, it could also be like a really kind of like raspy woman's voice. There are women with butcher voices. Yes, than I you. know, Savannah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's a hundred percent more butch than I am. Just 
all around. Yeah. (laughs) She's working in construction, doing boss bitch stuff, just out there doing this. And I'm like, I sit at home and I need my blanket and type things. (laughs) (laughs) Just for fun. Come here, doggies. (laughs) Uh, Only one doggie. The other one stays downstairs. The kitties can come come upstairs. They're all right. But then they dart around and drive me insane. Anyways. Wow. Yeah. So um, I don't remember where I was going with that. There, there was like a point like A, B, C, and G, but I didn't get C and then G. That's how you do the alphabet, right? I think I think the Y is in there. Oh, my eyes twitching again. Did I ever make you watch um, the the gay guys try to do a tip at a restaurant? Oh, yeah. Like, should I? Should, do, I'm going to draw a triangle. Just, is that right? Just do it and leave it. <laughs> Just write a nine anywhere, and we're leaving. Uh, yeah, that's also very funny because I was watching someone's Instagram story today who posted this thing. It was a funny meme, and he's – he's. You mean a meme Yeah. He's got a lot of followers, but he tries not to do, like, the typical, like, white gay influencer thing. Unless he takes he's, shirtless pics but doesn't have a quote that's like, a lot of hate's going around in the world Yes, right exactly. <laughs> he typically is making fun of that all the time, and he cracks me up, so I do enjoy uh, following him. He can be a dick sometimes, but I still enjoy following him. Um, so, because he makes fun of the whole influencer community and stuff like that. Um, and uh, he posted today that was one of those things that was like, the number one song when on your seventh birthday is like your mood or whatever. And uh, he posted, like, it's 2021, and he was like, oh, this is the song, and it was something from... 2000 and so this person responded and it was like oh my god you're only 21 i didn't even understand that and then the guy was just like look at the gay he's trying to do math again because it was your seventh birthday so he was born he was 28 years old I don't know. So he was born in 91 or 92 and it was like girl you didn't even try for that math did you <laughs> what are you doing uh so he just made fun of gays doing math so that is a very on brand for the homosexuals that can't drive, can't do math. <laughs> so don't even. What is the website? I don't know. I guess used, what mine is. Um, Shakira. No. What? Brandy and Monica. Okay. The boy is mine. The boy is mine. The boy is mine. The boy okay. Is mine. Let's let's see what mine. You is. know what's at number two though, what? which really should it speaks to me a little bit more is "You're Still the One" by Shania Twain. Oh my god. This is um, Billboard. At least. Okay. Top song. June 12th, 1999. Let's see. Uh, If you had my love. Who sings that song? If you had my love? Yeah. Oh. Oops. Let me find um, the week before is Live in La Vida Loca. Live so. in La Vida Loca. <laughs> and uh, before that is TLC, and then before that is Cher. Thomas is <laughs> stuck with you, Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> For your seventh birthday, that was the hot, hot the 100. The top, top 100? <laughs> Number two, Friends and Lovers, Carl Anderson and Gloria Loring. <laughs> Who are these people? Uh, who are Number you three, people? When I think of you, Janet Jackson. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I just Ooh, love that. Two of Hearts is on. I didn't team. know that Cher's song came out in 1999. Believe? Believe? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was earlier than that. Do you believe in love after love? Um, yeah, well, If You Had My Love is uh, was number one on June 12th. So that's... Uh, that's boy apparently the story of my my life. Story of my love life, I think, is what it was. Mine is the boy is mine. He's your husband. Yeah. <laughs> but <that's>... You don't... <laughs> Chris, you don't have a husband. <laughs> yeah. What was yours again? If you had my love. I don't have anyone. <laughs> gotta keep looking. <laughs> Still out here looking. It's missing. If you only had it, I I don't know where it is. Wow, that is really telling. It's telling uh, for both of us, honestly. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I don't like this I anymore. Hate that. <laughs> I don't like this anymore. I don't want to play this game anymore. But I'm having a good time. But hey, I'm only 21 apparently, according to the math that that gay. Because I think that gay read it and was like, "That was the year that you were born." But it literally says your seventh birthday, not on the day you were born. So the fact that he's like, "I didn't know you were only 21," is like, I'm not. Lol. 
<laughs> I am. I've gone back to Thomas's now, and it's called "Stuck with You," and I don't think I like that. I don't think I like that for you. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna go to Janet Jackson at number three when I think of you. That sounds. Better so you're gonna just make the make up the rules for this, Mimi? Yeah. Okay. Everybody right. else does. <laughs> well, I'm trying to get the third, the number third, number three song on your seventh birthday. Oh my god. I mean, really. Well, whatever. Um, I was going to say I saw another funny meme, but I think it was political, so I'm not going to talk about that. You see any funny memes lately? Um, have I seen any funny memes? Nothing where I've just been like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We've also been missing... Uh, uh, because I haven't been on, so... We, yeah, we're kind of lacking to talk about. Yeah, we we all of our personalities are gone. Yeah, <laughs> we have nothing to talk about because all, all I've been saying all day is little girl, little girl, little girl, little girl, little girl, little girl, little girl. Little girl. Little girl. Uh, I'm a grown ass woman. A grown ass. <laughs> did you watch woman. the preview? This is not this is not the drag podcast, but did you watch the preview? I did. <laughs> The tea is not as scalding as I wanted it to be. I wanted Tamisha to just be like, no! And Stop talking. smack her. Yeah. I wanted a smacking. Yeah. I wanted someone to fight. Like, physically fight. Yeah. I, I wanted, wanted like, a season it. two, like, uh, Mor oh, Morgan, Morgan McMurkles and Mystique. Is it Mystique? Mystique Summers Madison. Yeah. Getting up in each other's face and it's like, oh, I'm from Chicago! I'm not gonna hit you, bitch! I'm not gonna hit you, because I'm not getting kicked off this show. I'm not gonna hit you, bitch! <laughs> Come on, hit me. Hit me. I kind of wanted that. I yeah. wanted a moment like that. Get up in each other's face and see what happens. I want somebody to be Tiffany New York Pollard of the drag show. Beyonce, 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 Beyonce. Oh, do you know who's on the TikToks? Beyonce? The girl that said she looked like Beyonce. Oh. And she had a TikTok with her like son or nephew or something. Mm -hmm. And she they were watching a Beyonce video. And he was like, she, you look like her. And she and that was, was like, it? doing it to him still. <laughs> oh my God. She was like, I still get this compliment. <laughs> Fuck you, ho. Okay, that's decently funny. But yeah. does she look like Beyonce? No. No, absolutely not. Um, absolutely not. She is nothing of the sort. No, not at all. Um, that's I... also a New York reference. Oh, okay. I didn't get that. Um, she is a fat cunt. <laughs> that is also a New York reference. <laughs> All right. Um, I got, speaking of absolutely not, I got the straight sound in Galveston to start saying that all the time, and it cracks me the fuck up. What, Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce? No, absolutely not. Oh, fat <laughs> Fat cunt. <laughs> um, no, so I got them, like, one of my favorites is, like, this, this straight guy who, he just, he laughs at the thing, like, almost everything that I say, and I'm just like, that was so funny. <laughs> just because I'm fucking ridiculous. No, he just doesn't know any other gay people. That's probably valid. Valid. Um, no, he's from California. He bet probably knows a lot of gay people. No, those ones are like, oh. Ooh, ooh, straight no, no, people. No, no. Mm, stay away from me. I'm scared. Mm -hmm. um, but then they go and have orgies and sex parties during COVID. Anyways. <laughs> exactly. Um, They're trash. Yeah, so he started saying, and he would just be like, absolutely not. And he like does it in, in uh, the group message too, and we'll do it like abso, and then a capital L-U-T-E, <laughs> and then little. Loot. Absolutely not. <laughs> so you can get the, the em emphasis. The emphasis. The emphasis in the uh, syllable. It's still wrong. I mean, it doesn't sound right unless there's a little bit of a, like, absolutely not. Absol absolutely so you not. Have to there's, put, a, like, there's a little bit of a lisp on the S. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. And you also have to, like, have, like, two or three U's in there. You got to have about two absolutely or three Red Bulls. Absolutely not. Two or three Red Bulls and six shots of gin. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay, well, we were drinking, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shallow and pedantic. Yes, 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 precisely. Mm. Um, this is a podcast not about that. This is a podcast about spoopy things. Oh, this isn't about Mimi things? No. Well, before we get into any spoopy things, Spencer, let me ask you a question. No. Um, does this year have you feeling spoopy? I'm feeling pleasantly spooped. Hmm, that's pretty good. Um, what about our listeners? Are you guys feeling anxious lately, especially when we start to witch cackle? 
Well, did you know that your dog can quickly pick up on those feelings? Don't worry. Our sponsor, Baked Bones, is here to help. Their dog bones are made from organic, all-natural, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, and their products are here to provide you peace of mind and relief to your anxious pup. And hey, you can even use code SPOOPY15 SPOOPY15 to get 15% off of your bag of delicious treats or hemp oil tincture today. Check out their Instagram at Baked Bones or their website at BakedBones.com to find some information and reviews on how they've been helping out other dogs too. Need your dog bones ASAP? You can always help small businesses and pop down to Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights or off of South Congress Street in, in Austin. Austin. Baked Bones! What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, choir practice... We're going to start that on Wednesdays. Okay. Um, Are we going to get better or worse? <laughs> I'm going to go for worse. I think it's going to get worse. Yeah. We're going to try stuff that we're not vocally uh, able to do. Whistle tones. Whistle tones we're doing and whistle vocal tones. fry. Uh, Ariana Grande is going to train us through her YouTube videos. videos. Uh-huh. Um, I'm just going to watch Falling on repeat. Who? Falling. Who's Falling? By Ariana Grande. Is that on her new album? I haven't listened to her new album. I don't really actually know. Just greedy. Mariah Carey. We're just going to listen to Greedy over and over and over again. Yeah. That's it. I'm going to listen to Shaka Khan. Okay. Does she do whistle tones? No, I just like Shaka <laughs> Khan. I'm, that's what my vocal coach is going to teach me. Mm-hmm. All right. Shaka Khan and Patti LaBelle. I feel like I have that range. Okay. Um, I don't really have a range, so I'll probably stick to Kesha. <laughs> stick to, like, you know, like... The, if you turn your phone on and press a button and it's like, do uh-huh. that. Yeah. Um, my phone doesn't make noise and hasn't made noise since like 2012. So. Mine doesn't either, does it? Do you keep yours on silent? Yes. I mean like Absolute. a dial tone. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what that sounds like anymore. Do they have those still? I don't know. I have not had a, cor- a regular phone. Uh, ever we have walking computers in our pockets now i don't know how to use a phone feature anymore i don't know how to (laughs) i got a voicemail the other day and i didn't know what to do so i just threw my phone away (laughs) somebody's been calling for three days they say it's important but i'm just i don't know i I don't know what that is leave your voicemail like (laughs) leave me alone get away i don't want to deal with this um all right well Enough of that. You want to talk about some spoopy things? Yeah, who went first last week? I think it was me. So that means it's my turn to go first. Yay! Woo! Okay. Well, today... Sit down. No. Can I also have a glass of water? Sure. Oh, oh God. You're making a lot of noise. I know. I can't take this with me. I can't take it with me. Uh. Well, today I'm going to continue my little jaunt into international spoops. Um, I had a little bit of help from the guy that I've been talking to. Um, and by that, I mean he was no help at all. I just asked him what the I... The man that you're speaking with? Yeah. Uh, and I was like... Is he a real? He's a real human, yeah. Are you sure? If you can believe it. You, you don't believe it. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't. I don't know what that is. Um, uh, what was the song that was about my love life? <laughs> if you can find my love. <laughs> we'll, find my love. We'll see if he can find it. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I asked him what topic I should do, and he didn't respond if you're like two for like two months. Two, uh, two, months. <laughs> <laughs> two hours. That wasn't that long. It was like probably like 30 minutes. Um, but oh, thank you. Here, you can put it here. Oh, thank you. Thank you, server. I'm not tipping you. Um, I just had water. Oh, yeah, well, then get out um, of my fucking restaurant. <laughs> oh, this is a restaurant. Okay. Um, yeah, I had pizza that I made. Mm, restaurant. I'm just kidding. Please tell me, <laughs> tell me what the state of my dinner table is. Tell what me, I, I would like, like to know. Mm, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm health inspector, bitch. <laughs> yeah, and I get an A. I'm a walking health problem. So if I'm in your restaurant, that's you've uh, caused the problem. Yeah, I am the problem. Hi, your dinner table has chlamydia now. <laughs> Sorry, you're welcome. <laughs> Syphilis all over the floor. Um, gonorrhea just dripping down the walls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On the front door, I just I just rubbed a little bit of crabs. Just crabs, just right, right around the, the ring there. Yeah, just right like on the doorknob. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, 
What what happened? Oh, I'm continuing my inter jaunt in inter, international story. So the I asked the the guy what should I talk about, and he was like, uh, I don't know. He was know. like, How'd you get my number? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's like, uh, I don't know. What what do you want to talk about? And then I was like, I already chose a topic. <laughs> Why did you even bring this story up if there wasn't a point to it? Because uh, he helped me. <laughs> because he wanted people to know that you are ta- you're talking to someone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's unavailable now, guys. Yeah, he's probably not. Go- he's gonna ghost me at this point. He doesn't. Yeah. I don't think he listens to the podcast anyway. So he's gonna-, gonna call. I talked about you. On I talked about the podcast. <laughs> I told him that we're exclusive and that we're in love. We're no. in love. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't, don't even put that out there. He told me beforehand. <laughs> if you're listening, he told me already. Yeah. Sorry. Um. So. Uh. This week we're gonna jaunt on over to Southeast Asia. <gasps> Charles Sobraj? Or, no. I already gonna, did that one. Yes, I'm not doing that one. Well, um, I already did it. So. I'm not. <laughs> Joking, bitch. Can I flip this fucking table again? Did it last night. I know. <laughs> I slammed on the table and yelled at Spencer. Um, it was scary. And I said, please. <laughs> Please get out of my house. Violence is not the answer. <laughs> That's not what you said. said. I'm joking. You were just bitch. like stab under the table. <laughs> you gave me that Tamisha steer back, and you're just like, all right. <laughs> no, I Joey Jade you. <laughs> just with the look. What are you doing what right, are you now, doing right girl? now, girl? <laughs> I'm a gay ass bitch. I pu- I posted that on uh, on Twitter today. I was like, I think that was probably my favorite moment of the entire untuck. Just like her, just what are you doing right now, girl? <laughs> um. Anyways, so I'm gonna talk about. Ahmad Siraji. Oh, I I've, saw his name recently. Oh, did you? Uh, I practiced his name like He's five times at home and I did not. Really bad. Yeah, it's not great. Um, this story, some of the things were in Indonesian. Uh, other ones came from multiple sources on Murderpedia, because I use Murderpedia because Wikipedia did not have very much information this time. Murderpedia has his picture on the little banner. Yeah. Oh, does it? Mm-hmm. I didn't even notice that. Um, he's not a great person, no. but he's also known as the Sorcerer. Me too. Um, oh, ooh, oh, Reminds me of witchcraft. Uh, well, that's this is what that is. <laughs> but I'm a good witch. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Ahmad Siraji was born on December 12th of 1952 in Indonesia. Some sources had him born in like April of 1949, but then when he died, he was 47, and he died in 2008. So I was like, that would have been what? 1951 <laughs> or 1952. Yeah. So. <laughs> No, Some people can't, can't do math. math. Yeah. No no one apparently can do math. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. No, not at all. Uh, especially because, like, I was good at math. I was going to make this joke earlier when we were talking about kids not being able to do math. Um, I was good at math up until, like, 2012, which is when I came out. So it literally just, like, fell out of my brain. It's just, like, boop, 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 gone. Um, Pythagorean theorem. What is that? That's how you make a vodka soda. Yeah, I took uh, engineering calculus, like, one, two, and three, and still... I do not remember a single bit of it today. Yeah. I had to take uh, <clears throat> finite math. Yeah. What did you do imaginary numbers? Yeah. Those always freak me the fuck out. Like, what's an imaginary number? How does it just not exist? Yeah. 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 Um, ooh. That tingled my taste buds. So oh, he You just lost a tooth, it fell right out. I think that was just dust. If you don't stop saying things about the cleanliness state of my home, <laughs> no, no, I will rip out all your That teeth. was a joke about my body falling apart, not about the cleanliness of your house. Well, get the dust off of my floor, <laughs> you bitch. Mm. <laughs> yeah. These are cloth. How are you going to get fucking dust off them with your finger? I didn't touch the chair. I was pretending that I was touching the floor. Shut up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, so he lives in lived in Madan. Med, Medan? Madan? Um, what? I don't, I'm just it's just M-E-D-A-N. Madan. Uh, which is the capital of Indonesia's North Sumatra province. Um, they have coffee there. Yes, lots of uh, coffee. Um, he worked as a cattle breeder and as a dukun, which is a class of shaman reputed to possess supernatural powers. Um, other sources called it and or equated it to a witch doctor. Um, Siraji's clientele were often women seeking his guidance on how to find good fortune or maintain their beauty. Because everyone is vain nowadays, honey. Everyone, no matter what the country is. You can be in poor Indonesia, uh, poor parts of Indonesia. I'm not saying the entire country is poor. Egg whites. Yes. Um, egg whites on the face. You just put egg whites. Well, I think they needed those to eat. You get one or the other. 
Beauty you can either have beauty sustenance. or food. Your choice. Um, so many trusted the man for guidance on matters such as love and money and help. Not great, especially when you're spending between $200 and $400 on him. Um, the equivalent of U.S. dollars. Which $200 $400 here, I'm sure, is quite a large sum of money. Yeah, well, the, the buying power of... 200 to 400 US dollars in Indonesia? Yes. You probably buy a apartment for 2 months. Yes. So if I'm assuming if they gave me an estimate of 200 to 400 dollars it wasn't just like 200 to 400 of whatever currency that they're using. I'm pretty certain it was 200 to 400 US dollars, which means it's a lot of money. Um so there was a BBC correspondent in Asia, Indonesia <laughs> that says mythical powers are widely trusted there and that sorcerers can be found even in Jakarta's modern shopping centers. So like shopping malls in Jakarta can be like, yeah, that, that's that little sh- kiosk over there. Shaman. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know the lotto numbers? Go ask him. Go ask the shaman. Mystical powers. And then come back here and buy them. Exactly. Uh, so according to Siraji, his deceased father visited him in a dream in, eight, in 1986 uh, and commanded him to uh, – this is different. Um, it says it commanded him to murder 70 women and drink their saliva so that he could become a mystical healer uh, as part of a black magic ritual. But later he's quoted with saying that he didn't actually tell him to murder anyone and that he just did it because it would speed up the process of what he needed to do. Yeah. Um, so this is where things get a little weird. Uh, oh, we hadn't gotten weird yet. Okay. Um, he pretended to be a shaman who could heal any kind of disease. Uh, so if any, if someone asked him to be at, if someone asked to be healed, both their possessions and their lives were taken. Because like I said, $200, $400, I'm sure that was just like, take all these things. Like I, I would like whatever you're going to do to me. So Siraji lured his female victims into a sugarcane field near his home in Western Indonesia. He would bury, why can I say this word? He would bury the young women, bury, (laughs) bury, bury, bury the young women in the sands near his sugar sugar cane plantation. He would then, because they were alive, uh, he would then strangle the captured women who were buried in the ground um he would strangle them and choke them and then drink their saliva that dribbled from their mouths uh yeah the ritual supposedly increased the man's powers so that he could help clients heal all manners of problems from from poverty to illness to love uh after the sacrificial ceremony was completed saraji would typically leave them there for days he would also take off their clothes so they would decompose faster um, so he would dig up their decomposing bodies, which after three or four days in a uh, very humid jungle Sumatra, I can only imagine um, they don't smell. Yeah, they don't smell great. So I'm thinking they're decomposing very quickly out there. Um, and he would dig out their their bodies and put them into a murderous, uh, dig their bodies out of their murderous trench and then rebury them uh, closer to his house. Uh, all of the victims were buried in a specific pattern facing the witch doctor's house and all of their heads were turned towards the house. Ooh, so all of them good. were facing his house to, I guess, channel the their black magic souls. energy. Yeah, towards his house. I don't know. Um, so Siraji may have gotten away with the murders for many more years had it not been the vigilance of one father and just a happenstance of this girl telling this one person where she was going um so the suspicions fell on the witch doctor on may 2nd of 1997 um and also on his three wives who were also his sisters um what yeah i guess that was uh, they were his sisters Mm -hmm. that's well (laughs) okay yeah so the last girl that was um murdered uh, was only found because she asked a 15-year-old rickshaw puller named Andreas uh, to take her to Datuk. Um, she informed him to keep it a secret and never requested to be picked up. Three days later, the girl's naked and decomposing body was found in a sugarcane field by a man and was later dug up by a group of people who then called the police. 
Andreas reported to the police uh, and her family uh, that he had dropped her off at Siraji's house three days earlier, and so police visited Siraji for confrontation. Uh, he was like, okay, <laughs> let's let's talk about this. So they arrested his three wives, who were his sisters, as I mentioned, um, for assisting in the murders and helping him hide the bodies. One of his wives, named Tumini, uh, was tried as his accomplice and was sentenced to death before it happened to be reduced to life sentence. During the interrogation... Did she know? They all three knew. Oh. They were helping him. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Two of them got away with it and just... Uh, got to leave the village <laughs> oh yeah so they're just gone uh you get out of here yeah so during the investigation interrogation siraji slowly confessed to the last girl's murder but then also confessed to 16 other murders over a five-year per uh, period um hoping that once police had found that many many that many buried superficially around the property that they may stop looking. However, uh, they found evidence that of at least 25 women, including clothing, jewelry, and watches, which then revealed that he had killed up to 42 girls in the same fashion, and they were excavated and had to be carried out in the sugarcane field, uh, carried out in the sugarcane field where the original girl's body was found. Throughout the process, 42 bodies were found, uh, with some being so decomposed to the point that they were unidentifiable. Uh, it's thought that his macabre activities escaped detection because the women were too embarrassed to tell friends and family where they were going. It's macabre. Reminder, he, has a, he had his dream that his father was telling him to drink the saliva of 70 dead young women so that he could become a mystic healer. Well, Siraji thought that it would take him too long to encounter 70 dead women singly, so he took upon... Well, he didn't say they had to be dead. He, I don't know. <laughs> it Why don't is, you just kiss 70 women? It was just a fucking dream. I don't know. <laughs> also, yeah, that's crazy anyway. Yes, it's already crazy. You don't need to... <laughs> You don't need to justify you rationalize this, this really quick. <laughs> you don't need to kill him. Yeah. Just, just ask a bunch of women to spit in a glass. <laughs> People have been asked weirder things. They, that's true. Especially if you just got $400 from this bitch for telling her that she uh, she's going to have pretty skin someday. Egg whites. <laughs> Egg whites. All you need. So he ended up confessing over all this time. Um, so, so with the mounting – oh, yeah. So with the mounting evidence, Siraji changed the story. He told police that over 11 years, he had murdered 42 women, ranging from the ages from 11 years old to 30. Uh, many of the victims had been prostitutes as well, so their disappearance was not immediately noticed in society. However, since 42 bodies had been exhumed, another 80 families had come forward with reports of missing women, giving rise to fear that perhaps there are many, many more victims to be found. Um, during both their trials, Siraji and Tumini denied the slayings after their confession, saying that they only confessed because they could no longer bear torture by the interrogators. So they were being tortured to confess. And so they were just like, oh, yeah, we only confessed because they were beating us. And it's like, okay. Could All right, girl. There could be somewhat <clears throat> of truth to that. There could be, but also I don't think there is. <laughs> um, so on April 27th of 1998, an Indonesian court in North Sumatra found the sorcerer guilty of Indonesia's worst killing spree. At the last uh, as the last of the 42 bodies had been unearthed, Siraji was sentenced to death by firing squad. Consulting mystics is a way of life in Indonesia, and they are reputed to have huge sexual appetites. As we saw with the the one cult that you had down in Mexico that was like oh, yeah. just getting people to come and kill animals, kill children, kill babies, kill humans, and just like bring them all in for... Put it in the cauldron. Put it in the cauldron, Yeah. Um, there have also been other cases of mystics molesting and even raping their clients. So they're not great. So there was a film, a graphic film that, uh, a graphic, a, like a anime. No, like graphic, like, like gory, not good to watch. Not good to watch. A gory film was, uh, about the case was released throughout Indonesia. Uh, and Siraji's lawyers originally protested that this had prevented her, their client from receiving a fair trial. But according to the BBC's correspondent, these gruesome killings appear to have made no impact on the appetite for mystical guidance here. So basically, people are like, <clears throat> "Wow, that's crazy." Can never be me though. I'm gonna head I'm, on down to the mystic. I'm and gonna see go. He's got to exactly. Say. I'm gonna go talk to the sorcerer, this witch doctor, and I'll be okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's so, like everyone. Uh, that's like a, a very high 
caliber and uh, job being the tarot card readers in New Orleans. Yeah. Or, I mean, this sounds really stupid, but it's almost like, oh, there's a guy in, like, a the scream mask going around killing people. And then you get an Uber and it's like, well, that's crazy. I'm still going to go out. And your Uber driver has a scream mask on before you get in the car and you're like, this is fine. Cool costume. Yeah. Just, just get in. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, you're already tossing your life up. It might be him. You don't know. Um, and if it's not, he has COVID. He, yeah. Is this, okay, that's not the point. Uh, I was thinking beyond COVID. I'm just telling people don't, don't go out anymore. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. Um, Stay home. Stay vaxxed. See, so sorcerers say that Indon- since Indonesia's economic crisis began, uh, they have never had so many customers. So as people run out of money in the country, people keep using their money to spend more money on these mystics. So these mystics are only going up from here um so people who consult them say that they accept that there is always a risk when dabbling with the supernatural so they're always like well i know it's dangerous and it could also be fake but yeah this is what we do this is what we do this i gotta do it 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 might give me something it's the same same thing with the lottery the lot well the lottery that's one i guess way to look at that but also looking at um people dying in asia and trying to use uh rhino horns the elephant horns like they're killing rhinos and, and elephants which are just fingernails they're just fingernails same material as fingernails um and they're just grounding it down and taking it over to asia and saying look it, it's gonna cure you it's not Did gonna do anything <laughs> that because of uh poaching of sharks for their fins mm-hmm. like 70 percent of sharks are extinct yeah, and they're also endangered. Most yeah. sharks are endangered. Hammerhead sharks are really endangered, too. And we have them all over in our our, our oceans down here. They, I wouldn't go near them. They swim in sh- sh- shallow water, so if you go out in Galveston water, then it's like you could be walking around with hammerhead sharks. I caught a baby shark once. And did it die? No. Oh. Did you release them? Yeah. Oh. You fish? Uh-huh. <laughs> You into that? Oh wait, no. You we, fish. You fish. We went fishing together. We did yeah. really poorly. We were like, no, we weren't. I don't know what you're talking. about. I didn't say that. There, the fish weren't there did that, that day. <laughs> that day, I was, left. I, I was in the shallows, like, wow, look at that bobber. <laughs> the water was this deep. What was I trying to catch there? Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be? <laughs> <laughs> look at that. Would, wouldn't it be what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, man. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So Ahmad Siraji was sentenced to death by firing squad and executed on July 10th of 2008. So he's dead. His wife is in life in prison. One of his wives. The other Which, two. <clears throat> judging by the states of prisons in some other countries, is it that? No. Is that worse? I don't know. I'm not certain. So, yeah, I don't know. So and that's the other two are just dang yeah we can't go back to i can't go back to my family's town. village yeah <laughs> didn't get any follow-up to, to suck bitch didn't get any follow-up to them so i was like well they're just gone <laughs> they're remarried with new children i know they have a whole new family they're just out <laughs> like peace bitches all right let's go to school uh today i'd like to report on my mom's ex-husband he's pretty cool he's a murderer <laughs> Show and tell. No, my, my no, mom no. helps, <laughs> and I helped. <laughs> and my mom says that I helped because I was in her tummy. Oh. <laughs> Stop. Ew. Oh, that's good water. <laughs> it's fresh. It's shit. That's fresh. Straight from the refrigerator. Oh water. God, that was good. Wow. Yeah, that's what crazy. An right? Awful man. I know. It was. Uh, I pulled up this little um this little handy dandy 20 famous serial killers from around the world was so charles been, Sobrash on that list? uh no he's not there's a lot of american serial killers which i'm just like we have a lot of really crazy people <laughs> i mean a lot of them american ones that we've already talked about ted bundy um john wayne gacy um who was those oh, we haven't talked about him yet zodiac killer well i mean we also had great uh media that reported about these things. So it could be happening at this, in those other countries. Just nobody wrote about it. Exactly. We just don't know about it. There's two Russian ones, but I, th- I couldn't remember if you had already talked about one of them. Who? Um, there is uh, Andrei Chikatilo. I didn't talk about him. Uh, the Butcher. And then we have Charles Edmund Coland. No, no, no. That's an English One name. before that, yeah. <laughs> uh, Alexander Puchuskin. 
The chessboard killer. Okay. But my uh, my uh, story is going to be about Soviets and Russia. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. We're going to pop back over to there. I feel like we haven't been there since um, Chernobyl. Have we been there since Chernobyl? Uh, you did a Russian one, didn't you? I've done a Russian guy. I And I did Tamara Samsonova, but she was more recent. So not Soviet. Well, I think what she did was during Soviet Russia, but... Um, she's just in jail there now. Yeah, she's just in jail. In not Soviet Russia. Or not Soviet Russia. <laughs> in just Russia, guys. Just Russia. Just Russia. Um, yeah, so I'm going to talk about Soviet-era conspiracy theories. Oh, yes. That was uh, my favorite, because Russia's like, shh, shh, no. Yeah. Nope. Nope. All of Nothing these happened. are like, stop. We're going to kill you. We're going to kill you. You didn't hear it from me. Um. Have I talked about the Russian sleep experiment before? Yes. Okay, good. Because I read about two other things because I wasn't sure if I had talked about that. That's the one where they like destroy each other's bowels and one of them, or they rip each other apart. Yeah. yeah they yeah. don't let them go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Then yes, you've talked about it. I'm not going to share that. <laughs> I'm glad that you had a follow-up. <laughs> uh, yeah. I have two other ones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, John George, George Hay was on here again and I was like, we've talked about him twice. <laughs> we surely have. <laughs> yeah. Thomas is like, "Where did you have a list of these things?" I was like, "They got deleted." Yeah, okay, half your list is gone. And he was like, "You started writing them down, right?" I was like, "Yes, I have." So, <laughs> how do you like those apples? He was like, "There's apples on our pizza." There's I was like, stop it. No, no, stop talking about my pizza. <laughs> um, so, uh, I know that you know about the Paris catacombs, and we've talked about that one before. But have you ever considered what like a modern version of that might be? The Siberian Road. No. Oh. Or well, maybe I mean, yes, like, but also no. Not well. I'm not talking about that. Oh, well, but it exists. Yes, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> There's um, a road of bones. I think is what it's called out in Siberia, where bones? it's just like dead people. Goulags. Anyways, yeah. Um, or maybe solving some great question like, can you drill through the center of the Earth? <laughs> How about no? Don't need to talk about that one because that's the one I did already. Well, don't worry. Rusi's got you covered. Who's Rusi? The Ruskies. Oh. Uh, I thought you were calling yourself Rusi, and I was like... That's my new nickname. Rusi! 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 Please welcome to stage and make lots lots of noise for Rusi! And I just get on, and I'm like, does okay, anyone so. have any vodka? <laughs> vodka. Um, so we're going to hearken back into time where things were not so complicated, and the world had less secrets. Why well, you gotta go and Soviet Russia. so complicated. Um, I want to talk about some of the legends and experiments of the Soviets and their uh, validity, whether they're true or not. All um, right. As we are all aware, the big battle of the Cold War was the difference of ideation between capitalism and communism. Mm-hmm. Um, and it spread all over the world. But another was technical advancements. So let's start with one of the first ones. The Soviets try to gain superiority over the globe in... H-bombs. Their subway system. Oh. Um, Metro 2. Um, so <clears throat> does have you ever seen a Russian a subway? No. They're so beautiful. Oh, really? They're very beautiful. <laughs> I feel like y- you always talk about their architecture and it's just terrible. Not their subways. <laughs> You're just going to Google Russian subway. Moscow subway, yeah. <laughs> oh. And that's like the railway? It's for every day, for everybody. Oh. And hey, welcome to this giant palace. Exactly. Let me tell you why. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so, designed in the typical Stalinist style in 1931, it was to exude luxury and to be defined as the worker's paradise, far outshining the dirty and shabby transit systems in London and New York. The subway was built out of materials directly taken from old palaces and churches that Stalin had ordered torn down because they were too extravagant and not for the people. Oh, my God. So they're made out of old churches and palaces. Yeah, so these things that were built back in the 14, 15, 1600s, giant extravagant uh, Extravagant, extravagant castles. Yeah. Because now I'm just thinking, like, you know, the Notre Dame or the giant one in Barcelona. All like, the beautiful churches. They were like, no, we don't need those. We don't need those. We're going to put them, them underground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's but they crazy. look great. Yeah. The subways look great. No churches, though. They don't have anything else. Yeah. Just big squares that people live in. Well, also, they were going for, like, very secular, like, we don't need religion anyways. It's, yeah. it's not great for the people. So, what? It's not. Oh, yeah. 
I nice. I say that on the podcast all the time. Normally I say it. I can't believe you did. <laughs> yeah. So you don't need a building. Um, exactly. You can. Okay. We're not going to go on that tangent here this time. This I might. Time. I, I might. I might later. <laughs> if um, I have enough of this Red Bull. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Um, yeah, so they are very, uh, you should look it up. They're very intricate. Mm-hmm. Um, but the system that I want to talk to today about is the Metro 2 system in Moscow. Created Moscow. Out of, Moscow. Created out of Stalin's paranoia of being assassinated, it was started sometime before World War II. It directly linked Stalin's Dacha, I guess this is a home, um, to the Ministry of Defense, command bunkers, and other military facilities. So he was like, I need to get anywhere... Very quickly. Underground. <laughs> yes. Um, many of the theories on this secretive rail are much different, but most claim that after Stalin's death, the project was scrapped, but it's still rumored to be in working order today. Mm. The Metro 2 system is apparently much longer and deeper than the regular subway system in Moscow. Uh, it consists of four lines connecting to the Kremlin, the uh, Federal Security Service, their version of the FBI. They call it the FSB. Uh, the government airport at Vnukovo 2, um, and also an underground town at in a place of Moscow called Ramenki, as well as other various place, places of national importance. Um, apparently, under this town, this town under the Ramenki district is capable of accommodating thirty thousand people. Oh my God! And is said to have been finished in the late seventies and have. Wait, I missed the whole thing with this a town. I thought you said it was just a bunch of. Trains that are going to a bunch of places. Yeah, so it goes to the Kremlin, it goes to the FBI, their FBI, an airport, as well as an underground town. And oh, other various... underground. I missed the underground town. I'm sorry. Underground town at a place called Romenki. So okay. it's in Moscow, but it's under this under... district. Yes. And so they can house up to 30,000 people there. Uh, said to have been finished in the late 70s and it had capabilities to sustain life for up to 30 years. See, if they were they were building their own nuclear stuff at this point, so if they were hoping, not hoping, planning on a nuclear war, this, they already makes did that. It makes sense. And I feel like the U.S. bunker system underneath the, capitals, the capital, the exact same thing. <laughs> exact same situation. I think it's a whole city underneath D.C. There's a not... Dunkin' Donuts we saw. You saw? Day. <laughs> what? On January 6th. Oh, I didn't see there was a Dunkin'. There's a Dunkin' Donuts. Mm. Well, then it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Russian journalists have reported that the existence of Metro 2 is neither confirmed nor denied by the FSB. However, uh, there is some information about the existence of the Metro. Uh, in 1991, the U.S. Department of Defense reported in their publishing of Military Forces in Transition, quote, The Soviets have constructed deep underground, both in urban Moscow, outside the city. Uh, these facilities are interconnected by a network of deep interconnected subway lines that provide a quick and secure means of evacuation for the leadership. The leadership can move from their peacetime offices through concealed entryways in protective quarters beneath the city. There are important deep underground command posts in the Moscow area, one located at the Kremlin. Soviet press has noted that the presence of an enormous underground leadership bunker adjacent to Moscow State University. These facilities are intended for the National Command Authority in wartime. They are estimated to be between 200 meters and 300 meters deep. 660 feet or 980 feet It's not as deep as fuck. How the fuck did they get down the drill? You'll hear in the next one. Uh Um, And can accommodate an estimated 10,000 people. A special subway line runs from some points in Moscow and possibly to the VIP terminal in Vnukovo airfield. End quote. That's from uh, the United States intelligence. Uh, Well, we have secret bases built into fucking mountains. I know. Then we have missile silos all over the place that are just like there. That no nobody one knows. knows about this one. Well, no one knows about the missile silos either. Supposedly, supposedly you can drive across Middle America and just see like random like little square fenced areas, and like that's supposed to be like not supposed to. That's the conspiracy theory is that they're those are the missile silos that are just out there, and there's like a whole like 
command center underneath there that if they fire the nuke codes. Also, I love that whenever the transition team was happening, that like right when Biden was sworn in, they were like, change the codes. Someone, someone said they've already changed the codes because uh, apparently they had to change them like every few days or I think every day or something like that. But the, the president is supposed to have, have them on them at all times. Um, and th- they said this on, on air. And I was like, I feel like that wasn't important to say because she's like i bet he's already got those new nuclear codes and he's got them in his pocket right now and it was only like minutes after he like walked to the i think because they like walked to the other side of the capital like see off the the other people or whatever they're supposed to do but trump never came um Mm -hmm. but yeah i was like that was not important to say anyways (laughs) maybe to assuage people yeah (laughs) he's like he's got the codes don't worry don't worry the old fucker doesn't (laughs) The crazy one doesn't doesn't need him. Yeah, the old one still has it. The Just old the other one. Old one. <laughs> the crazy one. Um, so in 1992, Igor Malajenko said in an interview with Times that there was a structure called Sofrino 2 and an underground bunker very close to the site of the shelter at Remenki near the Moscow State University. So basically kind of confirming that this that the it's uh, not too crazy. US intelligence was correct, yes. Yeah. Um, He also stated that this shelter went the way of most underground bomb shelters and that it was flooded and deteriorated. Oh, yeah. We don't believe you, girl. No, I also don't believe that the – I kind of believe the conspiracy theory about the um, Denver airport. (laughs) I don't know about that. Apparently, there's, like, miles of, um, like, tunnels underneath the Denver airport. (laughs) To hell. Maybe. That's where that horse That horse came from. Mm -hmm. The horse that killed, what, three people? Yeah fucking horse man um in 2004 former gorbachev and yeltsin advisor vladimir shevchenko who worked for current president putin confirmed quote reports on the number of underground communications are greatly exaggerated in the days of stalin who was very afraid of assassination attempts there was in fact a single track underground railway line running from the kremlin to his so-called nearby daha in volinskoye Volinskoye. Uh, today, neither the Dacha nor the subway line are in use. In addition, there were underground transportation links between the general staff and other uh, government facilities. In 1991, a mnemonic mail tube was constructed between the CPSU Central Committee building in Old Moscow Square and the Kremlin. Uh, later in 2008, he said, currently the Kremlin subway cannot be called a transportation or- artery, as far as I know, for it is continued operation is required uh, major repairs. For, among other things, there is a lot of underground utilities which will eventually decay. So it's a bunch of people saying like, oh, these things it's don't there, exist. It's there, but it's it's just dilapidated. Well, and it we got... started with them saying, no, this doesn't exist, it doesn't exist. And then they're like, well, there were things that were there, but, they, but like we don't use them anymore. Oh, but like now we just now definitely we use can't it for a mail tube. Yeah, exactly. But airs is just too is not really much to see. <laughs> Stupid. Um, but unless we get some new information, we'll never really know what's in those tunnels. And, and we'll never get for. new information because mm-hmm. Russia is not going to tell us anything. Because Alex Alexei Navalny is now in jail for the next three years. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and he'll probably get poisoned while he's there again. Yeah, in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, but those. Russian TikTokers are out there protesting. Uh, there's a lot see. of people TikTok, uh, not TikTok, a lot of people protesting in Russia, and people who protest in other countries get shit done. They throw bottles. They not just bottles. They light things on fire and and do some crazy ass shit. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, and so next, I want to tell you exactly how deep the Russians went into the earth with okay. the well to hell. Oh. Um, Did they get to the mantle? I want to know. So the legend is, is that a team of Russian engineers led by an individual named Mr. Azakov uh, performed an experiment at an unnamed location in Siberia. They drilled a hole that was nine miles deep before breaking into a cavity. All the engineers were intrigued as they were not expecting to find caves that deep in the earth. So the team acquired a microphone that was extremely heat resistant and lowered it into the well. The temperature in the cavity was 1,000 degrees Celsius, 1,832 Fahrenheit. The microphone picked up 
uh, sounds of horrific, terrified screams believed to be the voices of those burning in hell. Oh, my God. However, this recording was found to be fake. But the conspiracy theory was born, and thousands of people still believe this theory today and proclaim that it was, in fact, proof of hell. Oh, my God. And I'm going to play it for you. Oh, boy. Yeah, so what do you think of that? Um, I think it sounds like volcanic gas, because, uh, I don't know, what cavern are you hitting underneath there? There's got to be some weird gaseous material down there. Um, And on top of that, hell doesn't actually exist. And then also on top of that, um, the microphone, depending on how big this hole is that they carved, the microphone is just like dangling there, just like swaying and whatever. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you. It wasn't because it was a soundtrack of a 1972 movie called The Baron Blood. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, So the story was... uh, Reported to have first been published in a Finnish newspaper, uh, Amenustatia. A. Anastasia. Anastasia Nakwe. Journal published by a group of Pentecostal Christians from Levagyoki. So they just wanted to be like, look, there's hell. Yeah. You Repent, you sinners. Mm-hmm. Spray holy water all over the place. Uh, a village in the municipality of Sikainen in western Finland. Uh, Rich Bueller, who invented the editors, found that the story had been based on recollections of a letter printed in a feature section of a newspaper called Etlea Sumin, possibly Etlea Sumin Sonamat. Uh, when contacting the letter's author, he found out that he had drawn the story uh, uh, appearing in a Finnish Christian newsletter, um, which had been printed in July of 1989. The newsletter's editor claimed that its origin had been a newsletter called Jewels of Jericho, published by the Messianic Jews in California. Here, Bueller stopped tracing the origins any further. Yeah. So basically, he was like, yeah, some crazy evangelical Christians were like, all right, let's scare people, which sounds very similar to fake news here in the United States in 2020, 2021. Exactly. Um, Um, American tabloids ran the story. Uh... For a long time. Because they wanted to scare people. Look, they're drilling into the earth. There's hell. Repent. <laughs> and it's it's those Ruska, Russies, Russians. They're trying to summon the, the demon from hell to do things. Part of the Red Scare. They were trying to just add this. What year was this that they were freaking out about this? The late 80s. It's still part of the Red Scare. The mm-hmm. entire time. The, the fucking just Red Scare, Hunt Russians, all that craziness. That's wild. Very wild. So what it actually is, is the Kola Super Deep Borehole. Uh, it's a project of the Soviet Union in the Pechginsky district near the Russian border with Norway. Um, attempted to drill as deep into the po- uh, Earth's crust as possible with a depth of 12,000 meters, only 40,000 feet. Um, it has since, uh, in 1989, was the deepest artificial point in the Earth. Hey, that's still even eight, almost eight miles deep. That's mm-hmm. still decently deep. Yeah, but it's uh, it's not anymore. Apparently, in two thousand and eight, was surpassed by the twelve thousand two hundred and eighty nine meter long uh, El Shaheen oil well in Qatar. Oh my god! So they were like, "Look, we got oil. We got forty feet deeper than you guys. You <laughs> fucking suck." And we only got there just because we needed oil. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And so that's what the Russians were doing. Wow. Um, have you ever heard of the island uh, that's like super far north in Russia, like in the Arctic Circle? With the cannibals? No. There's a cannibal <laughs> island there too. Uh, I was going for the most radioactive place in the world because they basically just took a bunch of toxic waste and left them there. Yeah. And that like as uh, global warming is happening, those places are covered in perm they're melting. So these places that have toxic waste that was not properly disposed of uh, with these giant barrels that are just stuffed in the ice are now melting. And so water runoff from that is just toxic water runoff just getting into the Arctic Circle. So it's crazy. <laughs> I hope you guys like your third arm. Yeah. I also like – I like talking about like the radioactive things sometimes because 
we talk we give Russia a bad rap for some crazy things that they did about like atomic bombs and all that stuff. But America's just We did bad. some fucked up shit too. Bikini Island. That's what I was just about to say. The Bikini Atoll, how they fucking blew up an entire island with a H bomb and they were like, Whoa. <laughs> all right. Hope hope everybody got off. It's just gone. Just fucking gone. <laughs> Uh, and all these fish around the island are, like, m- way radioactive and mutated and all this other shit. It's like, uh, where do you think these fish are going? Everywhere. Like, everywhere. So, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if fish, so, you know, human people are like human people. Human people. Humans are like, I'm going to go around the world in a plane because I can. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to run from one end of the continent to the other. Or fish like, I'm going to swim around the entire earth. Um, no, I think the fish's thoughts are like, um, where's the food? Just like, uh, is it raining? Should I go deeper? Hold on. I'm just going to float. Oh, that was good. (laughs) Oh, got a poop. Okay. (laughs) The end. The end. The fish is like, oh, I got to eat by a shark. Thanks. (laughs) No, they tried to touch the boats. No, yeah. I saw that in that, the one movie. We watched that one movie about those fish that do all the things and they swim. They're trying to touch that boat. They, they, they swim everywhere. Just keep swimming. They just keep swimming. Mm-hmm. Just keep swimming. And apparently clownfish are allowed to go deep into trenches for some reason and not die. Yeah. The pressure, that didn't make a whole lot of sense. Mm-mm. So like four or five gravities down there. There's more than that, yeah. There's just like. <laughs> The, the fish would be flat. One of my hairs just moved. That was weird. Fell out. Yeah. Someone calling me? Yeah. What if there's just like a giant spider? It's just like in my <laughs> there's ear. There's like a four foot spider inside there. <laughs> what is this, Australia? Um, wow. Well, look at that. Yeah. The Ruskies. I was also going to talk about that other thing, but I'm not going to. But you already talked about it, so. Yeah. He did that as just an individual topic, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I did a very... Uh, condensed version of it because i was like i talked about it i'm pretty sure I talked it's also about really it. gory and how you what they walked into three inches of just blood and guts and the scary people and made you want to watch the walking dead uh i already watched the walking dead and you wanted carl to die i never really liked carl Neither. didn't he die <laughs> yeah and everybody was really pleased because he got really annoying. He killed. He got other people killed. He well, got a they, lot of other people killed. They always got each other killed. <laughs> everyone always got everyone killed. Also, in that show, I feel like more people died from other people than the actual zombies. Like, people just suck. Basically, during a, the apocalypse, during a pandemic, don't trust a single bitch. <laughs> because well, mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone sucks. Because those people that are like... I could survive the apocalypse because I got a gun. You're not doing it very well. So you're going to be the one that goes out and shoots people for their supplies because you were fucking stupid. Yeah, exactly. You didn't do this right. Well, I'm surprised it didn't happen uh, Didn't happen in March. Yet. <laughs> yeah, yet. Val- valid point. Valid point. I love that. I love the world we live in. It's crazy. The more you know. The more you know. The more you know. People are crazy. Um... Well, especially coming from shirts. I like. I'm glad I'm not in shirts during this whole thing because at least with Houston, like people are very much like, let's kind of take this mostly serious. Yeah. I feel like being out in the outskirts or even further out from shirts, they're just like, nah, not coming here. Yeah, yeah. This just a fake chan virus. Exactly, and I can only imagine what the people of Walmart look like in shirts, where it's like, are you? I'm, they're not I, wearing a mask. I'm going to assume that 50% of them are not wearing masks. I feel like they probably, they're like, ah, oh, oh, look, I'm fine. They take their clothes off. Yeah, and those people that are walking around, like, doing the whole, everybody take off your mask. We're not doing it. You know, you see those stupid-ass videos. I can guarantee that there's something like that going around in shirts. Like, not not even going to lie about that. Yep. Um, oh, shirts. Marissa, you're in shirts, right? <laughs> Let us know. What what do the, the shops look like when you're there? She takes it seriously, so it's okay. <laughs> but I want to know what, like, Walmart and H-E-B are looking like. H-E-B, I feel like maybe has a little bit more, because H-E-B has been taking this quite seriously. No. Yeah, but uh, I feel like Walmart is the place to, to to see what's going on. You know what I think they should do is, like, get bouncers for the grocery store. That, that was my whole thing. Get like, bouncer. get people to be like, bitch, I will punch you. Get out of my store. Like, yeah. Oh, you, you're, this is private property. This is private property. So this is private property. I can fucking punch you. So like, <laughs> sorry about it. Let's get, uh, I'm going to 
I'm going to go talk to Mr. H-E-B. Mm-hmm. David H-E-B. David H-E-B. I think his name is Henry. Henry or H-E-B. H-E-B. No, Henry Butts. Said, everyone always said it was Harry. I think it's Henry. Henry, Henry Butts. But he died. Uh, I didn't tell you how I was going to do it. I'm going to have a seance. <laughs> Woo! Spooky. Please please come into um, our home. And then stay a while. Just hang out and and talk to people. Just haunt something if you want to, just for fun. Thomas still is trying to push the narrative that this house is haunted. Because every once in a while, we'll just hear like a. Yeah, that's just you have hard woods. We're not walking. We're both sitting on the couch. Yes, I know. And the dog is right there. It happens in our house too. Just. Yeah, it's the woods popping as they're moving. It happens. Hear that, Spooby? Chris said that the house making noise is normal and it's not a ghost. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Speaking of, I need to do my taxes. <laughs> Me too. Not important. Um, anyways. What was I going to say? Oh, I guess we're done. <laughs> <laughs> we we gotta thank our uh, our um a sister pod our daughter podcast our daughter little daughter podcast she's growing up so fast she she's doing something she's on her sixth season <laughs> she's on more seasons than we have I know she's older than she's we just are. going through it <laughs> no because her seasons only have like. <laughs> 14 episodes exactly ours get a hefty 54 it's like oh let 52. 56 52 you, 54 50, 52 year years in a week <laughs> <laughs> we're both stupid we're both fucking morons. so that's our rupee podcast where we talk about all the things drags uh right now we're on season 13 of rupaul's drag race and we had a very passionate episode uh last night <laughs> yeah, Chris burst a blood vessel in his forehead, and then one of his eyes went red. And then I didn't sleep last night. Yeah. <laughs> Surprised you actually got your eye back in your skull. I can't believe it either. It's upside down right now, so everything that I'm looking at is... <laughs> oh, wow. Just, like, sideways. <laughs> How skinny do I look? That <laughs> um... <laughs> uh... <laughs> you, you can answer. Uh, I, um, I'd also like to say you should listen to us. <laughs> That's... Our Rupee Podcast, uh, our Rupee Podcast uh, dot com uh, at Instagram and Facebook is what we've got. Mm-hmm. Um, so do that, please, <laughs> please, please listen to us. Uh, we also like would like to thank our sister podcast. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about gay stuff. stuff. Let's talk about gay stuff. Always educates the youths on all of the gay culture, gay history, gay everything we need to know. Um, especially in their daily posts on uh, Instagram at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff uh, at Instagram.com, uh, Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at Facebook.com, Talk Gay Stuff on Twitter, and Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at Gmail.com. Uh, they do little daily posts um, that tell you what what uh, what's what's relevant in the gay what, histories. What's going on here? Going on here? Um, so that's always important for every single person in our community and even outside of our community to know and to learn. So definitely follow them and check them out, honey. Check them out. You know who you should also check out? Who? Economy Works! Oh my god. Of course, we'd love to thank our sponsor, Economy Works, a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you are a company that needs help with writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, the economy economy works. works. Find out more at economyworks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S.com. Economy Works. Yum. We really do know that choir workout. Economy works. Economy yum. works. Yum. Yeah. Colin Jackson. That's our Call podcast. <laughs> that is our podcast. We need, just need to cut it off here. You tell him to get it. Um, get my brother? Did you hit Spoopy with it? You said Rupee with it. Because it was... Okay, bye. Bye.